Hey, it's Amber Smith. Welcome to the Conscious Coach Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Coach Podcast. I am really excited about today's discussion about generalizing success. I'm just going to jump right into it, you guys. I think this is a really important thing to discuss um, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as coaches, as humans. We have to know what success means to us personally. I've had so many conversations with clients over the years about really defining what success actually means. And it, this goes both directions. This isn't just about like lowering your standards or changing your big dreams. This is also about honoring what you actually desire. Sometimes it's a really big number in business and sometimes it's not, but you have to know yourself what it is for you. Um, I caught myself saying like, if you know, you've might've heard desires are your roadmap, but if you don't know what you actually desire, you're going to create or look for the wrong roadmap, right? So you have to take the time to really get to know yourself, to really be honest and clear about what you want. Because this is really important, I think a lot of people try to create success based on other people's definition of success, and they find themselves unhappy or confused about why they don't feel fulfilled or they're kind of disappointed about the results they created. And I I honestly think it's because they only look at either one part of the puzzle, right? Like especially business, right? I think we hold business in really high esteem, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, except if you only define success as a certain number in your business or by your success in business, and that's it, right? One of my favorite quotes is, no success can compensate for failure in the home. And I think about that all the time because I don't just want business success. I want success in my marriage. I want success with my kids. I want success with my body and my health and my home and how I raise my children and my relationships with my family, right? Like I have a bigger definition of success than just business. And I really wanted to start talking about this with you guys because you're probably like me. You probably want success in more than one area. And especially in the coaching industry, I think it is glorified, like the big number months and the fancy cars and the houses and retiring, quote, retiring husbands <laughs> um, and all, all the things we see in the online industry. I really think we generalize success to mean one thing, especially as entrepreneurs, and that is business success. And I really want to break that down. I want to challenge that way of thinking um, because this is what I've seen personally and with my clients is like, you can have an amazing month in business, but also be fighting with your husband behind the scenes. You can create your highest income month and also never see your kids. And so I am interested in holistic success. I am interested in defined specific success. And so I really wanna bring that up with you guys um, so that you can kind of explore what this means to you. I think we hold, big numbers in such high regard that we forget that there's so many other aspects of success in this life. Um, if you're a religious or a spiritual person, like connecting to source or to God, that, that might be your definition of success. Living a good life, being able to give, being a nice human, right, is another definition of success. And so I want to bring that all into this conversation because even though I am a business coach and I want people to build wealth and that matters to me, I want you to be financially successful with your business and to sign clients and to make money, there is so much more than that to life. And so when we talk about generalizing success, I think we just have this idea if they make a lot of money in their business, they just experience success in a lot of areas. And 
even though I think if we dig a little, we know that that's not true. One of the most famous examples that I know Tony Robbins talks about and other people talk about is Robin Williams. I think it's a really important distinction to make between like being financially successful and being truly successful behind the scenes and in all the other ways that you can create success in this life. So I think most of you know who Robin Williams is. He was an amazing actor and he was very successful in his career, made a lot of people laugh. And my favorite movie that he was in was in Hook. Like I loved that movie as a kid. Um, And I think for those of you who don't know, he committed suicide. And I'm not saying that that's a failure. I think that that could be a failure as the society and you know, a lot of personal things, I'm sure mental health played a role. I'm not calling suicide a failure and I want to be really clear about that, but I do think that there's things that it's interesting to look at, right? Like Tony Robbins says the ultimate failure is success without fulfillment. And I think that that is evidence in in a lot of people we see in, in the world who have a lot of fame and money, but who are miserable behind the scenes. And I, I don't want that for you guys, right? Like, I want you to have it all. I want you to be able to hold the money success for sure without sacrificing your mental health, without sacrificing your relationships or your time freedom. I think there's so many different definitions that we have to really do the work to define what it looks like for us. It has to be personal. Instead of generalizing success, you have to take the time to define what it means for you and to be honest, right? Part of what got me into coaching for those of you who don't know my story, is that I felt a little like I was missing something. I didn't feel like myself, and it was because I wasn't honoring the ambition that was so clearly a part of who I was, right? So it goes both ways. Sometimes we have to honor that we maybe we want more chill, more relaxation, more slow time with our families, but it also means sometimes you have to personalize success and that maybe you want more than you have, and that's okay. You just have to honor the desire, right? So for me, it was really stepping into the online industry powerfully, having a business, showing up in the world in a big way, doing things that my friends and peers weren't doing at the time, thinking differently than a lot of the people around me. All of that was evidenced by my desire for success on my terms, which was business success. But I also have different definitions about success for my marriage and for my family. And I want you to take the time to ponder this and to spend time like, what does success mean to me? Like, what does that actually look like? Is it just a 10K month? Or is it time freedom? Is it money freedom? Is it the ability to go and pick my kid up from kindergarten? Like, what is it for you? Because I have a feeling it's a lot more than these arbitrary numbers that we talk about in the industry. And even though I love making money and I want you to make a lot of money, I think that there's a lot more to the conversation that needs to be talked about. And one of the biggest things when I was preparing for this podcast episode was the idea of trade-offs. I really got this idea from the book Essentialism, by Gregory McEwen, I think is how you say his last name. And he talks about how everything has a trade-off and this is true for success, right? And sometimes you're gonna really consciously choose to have a trade-off. For example, in the beginning of your business, you might choose to stay up late and work on your business or to get childcare so that you can work on your business to grow it. But over time, as you stop having to make sacrifices and you get success, maybe you spend more time with your kids and you stop working at night or whatever. But there are time periods where trade-offs have to be required, right? You can't never work and expect to make money with your business, right? Like there is a trade-off of effort, of energy putting in um, online or through your content or by meeting people, however that looks. And so you're gonna do this rotation in your throughout your life, right? Of trading off. Maybe you sacrifice some sleep 
when you have kids, right? Like you sacrifice your sleep to take care of your kids. That's a great example of a trade-off. In business, we do the same thing. I know when I was starting my business, I would stay up late. I would work on Saturdays. Um, I would do whatever it took because I didn't have childcare to make it work. And as I started getting more success financially, I was able to hire a mommy's helper. And then I took two clients during the week and my business kind of grew from there. But I know for me, I had to make the trade-off over time. And I still make trade-offs, right? Like right now, I'm recording a podcast and my nanny is watching my girls. That's a trade-off for me. I want a podcast. I want a platform. I want to coach. I want to have this business. That means part of the trade-off is I don't spend all day with my kids. And that's okay with me. I made a really powerful decision. I think really what this conversation about with generalizing success and not general it really like the title of the episode should be not generalizing success because i think it's a downfall in our industry but also in the world we think one piece of success means that you're just in general successful and that's just not true right like that's why i love the coaching industry because we can all have different niches and we can talk about different things and it all contributes to the success of individuals and as a society as a whole And so I really love this conversation that I've had with my clients about this idea of holistic success and personalizing it. You know, you might think you want to work 20 hours a week and then you get there and that just is not satisfying for you. And you feel that hole of, you know, maybe you miss your babies or you just actually really liked the job that you were working at and you like the steady income. I talk about this a lot with my husband because he's not very entrepreneurial and he always will say something kind of joking, but like, do you wish I was an entrepreneur? I'm like, no because you don't really want it. Like you have to want this life. If you, and you know what I'm saying, like you have to desire the entrepreneur life because the ups and downs, the mental battles, the challenging yourself concept, the making it up as you go, the trial and error is not for everyone. And so you really have to honor what you want and that way you can know if you get what you want. I think a really important thing is like, if you think of success as a target, if it's fuzzy, you're never gonna know if you're gonna hit it. And so really defining what success means to you is so important. And if you haven't done this and you're kind of, you've been in the game, I highly recommend you slow down and figure out where you want to go. The example that I I really want to share here is about riding a bike and then slowing down, stopping, and then getting into a car. And this is kind of where a lot of my clients find me. They've been riding a bike, right? If you think of riding a bike as like doing it the slow way, (laughs) they've had some success They know the general industry. Maybe they've created quite a bit of success, but they want to go faster, right? And if you don't know where you're going, the car isn't going to help you, right? Because then it's just going to be more confusing. There's more gears. There's more complications. And if you don't know where you're going, you can end up wasting gas, wasting money, wasting time, trying to get somewhere that you really don't have the clarity about where you're trying to drive to, right? That's your GPS. I think really knowing what you desire like I said, both ways, whether it's you know a zen, chill life, or honoring your ambition, honoring your su- the um, success that you want to create, either financially or on your platform, the number of people you want to help, whatever that means to you, honoring that allows you to really make a game plan, have a blueprint, know where you're going, plug it, plug in the address in your GPS, right? So when you drive the car, you know the steps to take, and you might not know every single step. But you keep going, you have that understanding that you're heading in a direction that you actually want to go. You're not just floundering around the way that I see it as like riding a bike around the neighborhood, right? Like you just don't know where you're riding your bike. 
When you get in a car, when you really are ready to take your business seriously, you need to know where you're going. This is when I think it's time to commit to a niche or not, if that's if you want to be just a general life coach or things like that, um, or whatever you, you're planning on doing, I think it's time to make some really powerful decisions and then honor them and have your own back based on what you decide once you've started making money. I think a sweet spot for how I've seen it is like around $25,000 is maybe maybe even 50k like you know who you are in this industry you know what you are wanting to create you know where you're driving the car you know what i mean i think there's there's a really scary um, possibility for people who build a business they put their head down and they sacrifice or they make trade-offs for things in their life for their business and they get the business success and it wasn't what they thought it was going to be i do not want that to be you i've coached clients like that I don't want you to have that experience. I want you to get there and thrive and then decide what's next in a really empowering way, not a really um, disgruntled way, right? Like I want this to be an empowering exercise. So take the time to ask yourself some really powerful questions. What kind of business results do you really want? How many hours a week do you want to work? How many clients do you want to work with? What kind of revenue are you looking at? What kind of business model do you want? Do you love one-on-one? I think this is something I want to to share personally, right? I think in our industry, a lot of people want to scale their business and there's some sacrifices that you have to make for sure. There's trade-offs. And one of them is a lot of people sacrifice doing what they love to do in order to scale, specifically one-on-one coaching. I've heard of coaches giving up one-on-one coaching because that's part of sacrifice, you know, that the trade-off of scaling. But I also see myself and others who just want to one-on-one coach and they can make great money doing it and they're willing to trade off the ability to scale for doing what they actually love to do and that's something that only you can know i think the more you spend time getting to know yourself the more you, you spend also doing the trial and error thing in business the more you can get a feel for what you really want you know for me i love working one-on-one especially right now like it's something that i just I'm so lit up by, I don't want to sacrifice that even though I have a program that I'm also working on scaling. And maybe I'll feel differently in the future, but I think for now I'm honoring what I desire. And that's something, I don't think you always get to honor your desire because there's trade-offs to that, right? Like what I was just saying, like everything has a trade-off. So when I work with one-on-one clients, I also, you know, I have to work more hours than if I simply just scaled. I mean, client hours. If I, I don't, I don't run ads or whatever it is for you. Like there is a trade-off to that. I only grow my, my business organically. That means that you get to save money, but you spend more time. Does that make sense? And so you're always choosing really intentionally what trade-offs you want and what trade-offs you don't want. I think part of making success personal is also identifying the things that you don't want. And that's a really powerful, mature way of looking at yourself and your business because I think, I I just think one of the worst things that can happen (laughs) is getting to a destination and actually being disappointed because it wasn't what you wanted. It was what some other coach talked about wanting or it was what your mom talked about wanting or your husband talked about wanting, but it wasn't really what you wanted. And so being clear about where the car is headed is so important, what trade-offs you're willing to make and be okay with. You know, I have a client who only wants to work, you know, a couple hours a week and she's willing to trade off the money for the time with her kids. That's an important distinction, right? For me, same thing. I work about 12 hours a week and that is really great for me. And I know that I'm sacrificing revenue and opportunities, but for me, I would much rather be with my kids. And one of the ideas that I heard this from was um, a lady named Jenna Kutcher. She has the podcast Gold Digger. 
And I love what she said. She like, she's like, I say no all the time. No to podcast interviews, no to collaborations, no to brand deals, all sorts of stuff because she only wants to work a certain amount of time so that she can be with her family. And I love that. Like some people would say that's crazy depending on your values. And so really getting to know yourself and what you actually value will help you know what trade-offs to make. And so I want to share some questions with you. If you have a pen and paper, you, I highly recommend writing these down. Listen to this podcast again if you need to, but really spend time with these questions. I, I know I'm going to <laughs> um, because I think this is something that we constantly should be re- reevaluating as our lives change, as our kids get older, as our business evolves, as our marriage evolves or our single life evolves, whatever you find, you know, whatever situation you find yourself in one thing is for sure, like life never stays the same, right? So we constantly have to do this reevaluation of what we want, what we want to create. Does it make sense? What trade-offs am I still willing to do? What trade-offs am I not willing to do? And so I'm here is my line of questioning for you to spend time with. If it wasn't bad or wrong to have whatever you wanted, what would you want? What would you create? If it wouldn't make anyone mad or confrontational with you, what would I want? I think this is a really powerful question for people pleasers because we often accidentally make choices to avoid confrontation, to make people happy, but that's not really what we want, right? And so spending time with that, like I'm going to say it again, if it wouldn't make anyone mad or confrontational, what would you want? Number three, if I never had to explain myself to anyone, what would I want? (laughs) What would I create? Um, And number four, if I knew for sure... I could have whatever I wanted. What would I want? And this is a really powerful question because I think sometimes we make choices based on what we think we can have, which isn't how entrepreneurs operate, right? We operate from our vision, from our belief in the future, from some like creating something that hasn't been created before. And so we, we sometimes forget that we can't know for sure. And so we accidentally make choices based on what we think we're capable of. But the thing is, is we only know what we're capable of based on what we've already created. And if you're trying to create something brand new that's never been created before, you have to operate from the belief that this can happen. So if you knew for sure that you could have whatever you wanted, what would you want? And this is different than what you think you can create, right? So I really want you to tap into that desire If you knew for sure it would happen, what would it be? And I think if you sit with those questions, I think you can really get a feel for what you want. This isn't gonna be something that just pops right out at you maybe. Um, It might be something that you spend time with. You go on a walk and you think about, you know, if if I wasn't gonna be confronted about what I wanted, what would I want? Doing this kind of work really allowed me to see that I always wanted a business and I could connect the dots. Um, For some of you, this is a funny story, but like when I was in high school, I started a business doing a sports kids camp and I loved making money on my own terms. I could charge what I wanted. I could work when I wanted. I was my own boss. And that was really like planting the seeds of entrepreneurship. I always loved making money. And so when I was a new mom and I didn't have a job, I didn't have an avenue for personal development and growth and leadership and contribution, it was hard on me because it was something that I actually really desired. I, I always liked making money and it was like, it clicked for me. Like I want to work. I want to have a way to create money. And then when I found entrepreneurship, it was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I love this so much. <laughs> right. But I had to kind of take away, what is my mom going to think? What is my mother-in-law going to think? What are my friends going to think? What is my husband going to think? 
I had to slow down and say, is this in line with what I desire? Is it good? Is it for the highest good of all? Is this going to make me happy? Is this going to lead me to where I want to go? Is this a way to give back? Is this the way to serve God? And when I could answer yes to those questions, it's so clear to me now that like I'll always be an entrepreneur. I'll always have a business because I love it so much. And it really is something that makes me feel alive. And so I am committed to it, right? So I had to really release my people-pleasing tendencies. And I, I have a feeling that you do too. So make sure you really go through those questions and really sit with like, if it wasn't bad, what would you want? If no one would be mad at you, what would you want? If you never had to explain yourself to anyone, when, what would you want? If you knew for sure it was going to work out, what would you want? Those are really powerful self-coaching questions. I hope you spend time with them. Now I kind of want to transition this podcast and these questions to how to identify trade-offs. And I would spend time with these as well. What trade-offs in your home life are you willing to make for your business? What are you not willing to trade off in your home life for your business? Those are two equally important questions, right? What trade-offs in your business are you willing to make for your home life? What are you not willing to trade, right? Like kind of like a flip-flop. You can do this with business and health. You can do this with time and business. You can do this with marriage and business. There's so many different ways to take that line of questioning, but what trade-offs are you willing to make and what trade-offs are you not willing to make? I think that's a really important distinction for a lot of us, especially if our business is a part-time thing, even if it's a full-time thing. Like, are you willing to sacrifice weekends? For how long? For me, in the beginning of my business, I was willing to trade my evenings and my weekends for a time. I knew it was not permanent. So I was willing to trade it off during that time. And now I'm not willing to work on weekends. And so it's just kind of an interesting um, evolution. And you're going to have a similar evolution no matter where you're at because we don't stay the same, right? So maybe you have young kids and in the future you won't, so you'll work more. Maybe right now um, someone's sick in your family and so you're not willing to spend time on your business because you really want to take care of your loved ones. Maybe you're a mom and you just know your kids are never going to be this little and so you want to work minimum hours and you're willing to trade off the cash created, right? I think it's just important to know what you're willing to trade off and what you're not willing to trade off and then make powerful decisions based on your personal desires, your personal life situation. And then, like I always say, put your blinders on stop following coaches that trigger you into thinking you need to like abandon your values. And I I don't say that with a lot of contempt or anything. It's just, you have to know who you want to live like, because I think we get caught up in this, you know, these numbers, especially from business coaches. And I'm a business coach too. Like I know I've done this before. I've talked about my revenue and I've talked about big income months before. And, um, I, like I said, I still think it's important to know what you want. I know for me, I like making a lot of money. That was something that I, I liked. And so, and I desired, and it made sense for my family situation. And so I just think you have to be careful though, because if you don't value it more than time with your kids, you're going to make sacrifices that really you weren't ready to make those trade-offs. Right. And so be mindful of who you follow and what goals you hold up as your um like your trophy or the thing that you want to work for just know what you're willing to trade off and what you're not and then keep your blinders on and keep focused on the things that matter the most like like the quote i shared in the beginning no success no outward success can compensate for failure in the home and that's not always true for other people but it might be true for you and it might be you know worth your time to think about that and what 
sacrifices you're willing to make, which ones you aren't, how, for how long, like I said, sometimes it's not even a matter of like, if you're willing to sacrifice, it's like, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice for that. I'm willing to do the trade. I don't even like the word sacrifice. We're going to use the word trade off. (laughs) I'm willing to have a trade off for it, but only for six months. I'm only willing to sacrifice my health and sleep for my business for six months. And then I'm getting, you know, I'm taking that time back to master my health, to work out, to sleep appropriate hours. Um, I know there's just so many stories of entrepreneurs that, you know, they didn't sleep for months because they're pushing out a new product or whatever. And we want to argue with that or we want to say, well, it's not good. But sometimes I think it is a requirement, especially when you have circumstances in your life that prevent you from having it all at the same time. And I think you can have it all, but I do think there's trade-offs required to create what you want. And so just know what's in alignment with you right now, what's in alignment with where you want to go, and then honor your desires. Because I think for me, not honoring my ambition hurt me. I felt small. I felt like I was, like something was missing in my life and it caused some more like depression and like boredom in my life. And when I started my business, I was able to thrive. I, was, I felt so much more fulfilled and energized for my kids too. Like I know my business makes me a better mom and maybe you relate with that. And some people, you know, that's just not true for them right now. And so keep your blinders on. Spend time figuring out what you really want. Spend time with the questions I ask. Listen to this podcast again if you need to, but do the work it takes to have total clarity about where you're going, what you're willing to trade off, what you're not, and how ambitious you actually are or how ambitious you really aren't. Um, what really makes sense to you and your desires and your values. I think that it's the best thing you can do as an entrepreneur, not just as a human, like where are you going? What are you willing to do to get there? And what are you not willing to do to get there? Okay, um, thanks for listening. I will see you next week. Hey, I hope you loved today's episode. If you're ready to grow your coaching business with high level, higher ticket clients, I'd love to invite you to join my business program, Pro Coach. It's my lifetime membership program to help you craft, market, and sell your coaching packages to aligned, high-level clients. Find out more at itsambersmith.com forward slash program. I'll talk to you soon.